guys and welcome back to the Breaking Butterfly podcast. I am your host Maddie Maple and holy shit today's episode is going to be so so special. It is my second guest I have ever had on the podcast and her name is Amber Vernola and she is an embodiment coach and she recently gave me a session. We'll get into this in the interview but her work truly blew me away and completely changed my life and gave me some perspectives that I have never had before and yeah the work she's doing is truly it's amazing it's amazing it's transformative um, and it's just something that I never had in my um, in my reality like in my realm it was just not something that I ever even thought about I'm like what the fuck is embodiment And she blew my mind. She's a good friend of mine that I met through a group coaching program. And uh, yeah, I just, after she gave me that session, I had to have her on the podcast so she could share her wisdom and her message with you guys. Because if it helped me as much as it did, I know it's going to help you guys uh, so, so much. And I'm going to let her introduce herself. And I am just going to get right into the interview and let the interview play and let her introduce herself. But I just have so much love for this girl, so much appreciation for her being on the podcast. And yeah, I hope you guys enjoy this interview with Amber Vernola. All right, guys, I am here with Amber Joy Vernola, most radiant, beautiful, glowing human being ever. I'm so fucking excited right now to have her on the podcast. I've literally been talking about this for like a week or two now on my stories, and we're finally doing it. She's finally here, and yeah, I'm feeling so, so grateful to have her come drop some wisdom on you guys today. (laughs) Amber, how are you? Hi, Maddie. I'm feeling amazing and I'm so grateful to be here on the podcast with you today. So thanks so much for having me and I'm really excited to share about everything that will flow through. Yes, it's going to be so much. It's going to be so good. I can already just feel it. Me and Amber, we met in a group coaching program and like we just had the vibes from the beginning. I remember I saw her. She popped up on the screen and I was like, who is this? What is this? Amber Joy? Who is this bitch? And uh, I reached out to her like just throughout the group coaching. I don't know. And we've just become really good friends and she's someone I really admire and look up to. So yeah, this is going to be good. Our vibes are always good. So tell everyone a little bit about who you are, what you do, what kind of work you do, and who you help. Awesome. Thanks, Maddie. I am a women's empowerment and feminine embodiment coach. I'm currently located in Kauai, Hawaii, and I guide women into their most empowered and embodied selves 
so that they can anchor in their divine soul purpose and highest visions. Yes, 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 yes. Put that in like the simplest terms ever because you talk a lot about like highest self, divine, feminine for like your I help statement for dummies. What is it? (laughs) I help women manifest their divine dream lives. Yes. I love that. I love that so much. The way you say it is a lot more magical and beautiful. (laughs) (laughs) But really this girl is making people's dreams come true through magic and embodiment and like feeling fucking good. And it's, it's amazing. So how did you get into all of this? Like what's kind of your, your story? I love that you asked this question. Um, So last year I was sitting on a medicine wheel here in Kauai with a psychic and we were And the girls who were there at the circle, we were all sharing like where we were at in life and how we were feeling in our lives. And I was sharing about how I'm really excited to be living in my purpose Mm -hmm. and how I, I know I'm so close, but you know, I'm on track, but I'm not there yet. And she had received some messages and she had shared like, your purpose has something to do with expression, with movement, with embodiment. And I was like, okay, perfect. Like I'm on track. This is amazing. And so after, after that medicine wheel ceremony, a couple days later, um, I had talked to her on the phone and she had more messages for me. And she had told me that my energy body because we all have energy bodies we we all have a vibration that emits from our bodies and she had shared that my energy body was like in front of my physical body and so that was like the turning point for me that's when i was like okay i need to figure out how to like be embodied. Mm -hmm. And she had mentioned that if I didn't figure that out, that life would be really challenging for me and that there wouldn't be this flow of living. And so that's what like initiated me into embodying myself. And I started going to Shakti activation ceremonies, um, what is that so (laughs) (laughs) so they are ceremonies that are hosted by um, a dear sister and friend of mine and she basically takes um a group of women through a journey so we'll do like visualizations we'll do breath work we'll do yoga poses we'll do primal floor movement which is um Mm. dancing on the earth and like dancing on the ground And then we'll move into like an ecstatic free flow type of dance. Mm -hmm. And that's essentially what these ceremonies are made of. And so I started going to these ceremonies called Shakti activation ceremonies. And I I didn't know that I was being initiated 
into the work that I share with the world now. Mm-hmm. But what was really happening was that I was learning about embodiment and I was learning about how to embody who I am. And so, of course, I had a couple more teachers after that. And that, that was the beginning of my journey. I love that. Um, so this whole thing about like your energy body, when she told you that, were you like, oh my God, that makes so much sense. Like, were you kind of like, (laughs) oh yeah, that's a right depiction of like how I'm kind of feeling. Well, yeah, I definitely was feeling challenged. Like I was, I was living, um, with my dad and I was just like getting out of a past relationship and I was like still working in these jobs that had no meaning whatsoever to me and I was yeah I I wasn't living in my divine flow Mm -hmm. and so when she said that to me it like sparked um it just sparked this curiosity within me and I, I followed that curiosity. And once I did, that's when like doors and opportunities started to open up for me to find my flow. Oh, that's so fascinating. And also to point out something you said about you're like trying to, did you say you were trying to find your purpose or just trying to like live into your purpose? And you felt like you were so close, but you just weren't there yet talk more about that. Like, and do you think that for the girls that are listening that are trying to find their purpose, like, do do you owe it to embodiment for helping you find your purpose? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. So I knew that I was meant for something so much more and bigger Mm -hmm. than anything I had experienced up to that point. Like, I knew that like I wanted to share with the world like my heart had desires that were being you know like called forth but I was just so in my head that I didn't even know where to begin I didn't even know where to start and once I found um, my coach, that's when everything changed for me because I had someone who was keeping me accountable. And during that time, I was going through like a heart, a heartbreak. And I had no choice but to be in my body and to be with myself and to be with all of my feelings and emotions because something was telling me my intuition was telling me that like the only way out is through is through the emotions and through the feelings I love that I love that so much um (laughs) so we already talked about embodiment a lot and so they probably have a good idea kind of of what it is but can you speak more on like what embodiment actually is yes absolutely so to put it simply embodiment means to inhabit yourself Mm. and to connect with your body 
And when we connect with our bodies, we connect with our hearts, we connect with our intuition, we connect with our passion and our pleasure, and we, we get to know more about who we are. Mm. Um, have you seen Wally, the movie? <laughs> you haven't? <laughs> so pretty much the, the you're like, this is a weird turn. But pretty much robots are taking over the world and then everyone, like the humans are just like in these little like robot chairs, right? Like hovering around, like they're not moving their bodies and they get like all fat because they have like all these robots now. It's like kind of talking about like a future life where we have a bunch of robots and we just kind of like, it's kind of like hoverboards and they're all just fat and they go around on their hoverboards. And I kind of almost, it depends where you are in the world and like your perspective, but I kind of see our world like that right now where people aren't in their bodies. They're not moving their bodies. There are a lot of places where people are more active. And if you surround yourself with the right people, there are a lot of active people, but like talking majority, I feel like the world has kind of gotten into this like mode where they're just not really embodied. Everyone is in their head or they're just working a nine to five job and they're not like feeling into who they are. How do you plan to change that as like a collective? Mm. I plan to share this medicine for (laughs) as long as possible for the rest of my life because I've seen how it has helped me in my own personal journey. And Mm -hmm. I know that if it's helped me, it can definitely 100% help other people. And so many times people don't even realize that they're completely out of their bodies. Exactly. And that's what I was totally saying. It's like, yes, there is a lot of people that are doing sports and this and that, but like in general, and like, let's also talk about our session for a moment too, (laughs) that Amber so gracefully gave me a fucking amazing coaching session, a nice little hour of power um, that like blew my mind and changed my life. Cause like she was just saying, like people don't even realize that they're not in their bodies. We don't even realize we're so consumed with other shit that we don't even think about it. And I never thought about it. And that's coming from someone that's always been like pretty active and I've gone to the gym and this and that. But then I started my business um, and some of the struggles that I came to Amber with was just like, I can't remember how I explained it to you exactly, but like for a while now, I've just been feeling like I can't get my creative juices going. I feel all over the place. I feel floaty. Like I just feel like, um, yeah, just kind of all over the place and how you're saying how embodiment changed your life. It's already changed mine. And it's been like, it's been like a, a week, a little over a week. Uh, and I'm still trying my best to really, uh, make embodiment a priority for me. But when I do, the difference it makes, holy fuck, holy fuck. And like, I had no idea, you guys. And that's why I was so excited to bring Amber on the podcast to share this wisdom is because even I had no idea about how important embodiment is. Mm -hmm. So for the people now that are like, okay, 
It's helped Amber a fuck ton. It's helped Maddie a fuck ton. They're probably feeling like, okay, spill the deets. Like, I need this. I need to do this. Um, How can we practice embodiment? There are so many ways to practice embodiment. And I, too, am still learning so many new new tools and practices to bring embodiment into my life and a beautiful way to practice embodiment is and my favorite way is to dance (laughs) and to give yourself space to let your body express in whatever way it wants to express Mm -hmm. Whether that's like shaking your body, whether that's twerking, whether that's like, you know, free flowing movements, whether that's like on the floor, like, you know, making love to the earth. (laughs) There are so many ways that we can be in our bodies and express our bodies through dance. And And you guys, Amber is a sexy dancer and I fucking love it and when we did our session together the the first thing we did she didn't even like say hi and then start the music I hopped on that zoom call and the music was on and she was like get up we're dancing <laughs> like she's like let's go and I was so uncomfortable I think that's when I realized my true problem with embodiment because I'd been thinking about embodiment for a while and then we like get on the zoom call and Amber's like dancing and she's looking so hot and she's like okay we dance for the first part of the session I was like frozen like I was like stunned I felt so uncomfortable (laughs) but it's it is important I'm trying to like incorporate it now Mm -hmm. (laughs) but it just makes me laugh literally thinking about how hot you looked and then I was just like I (laughs) I can't dance I can't dance I'm getting better though I'm practicing well and that's the that that is why I love dance so much is because dance helps us move beyond those judgments and criticisms that we have towards ourselves. And once we move past those blocks, Mm -hmm. then we become more of who we are because the dance allows us to just let go of that resistance. Mm-hmm. And to just allow it to melt away because it's just keeping you in fear. That's all that's, that's happening. You know, when we're judging ourselves and criticizing ourselves, that's just keeping us at a very low vibration, but we can use the practice of dance, which is an embodiment practice to move from those feelings of frustration and those blockages into that into that feminine flow and into more of who we are. Yeah, that's so interesting you say that because um, I actually, I talked to Amber a little bit about this privately, but like had a past experience with dance where I did build up like these fears around it and this like judgment for myself. Like I danced a lot growing up. I actually loved it. And then I got to a point in my life where I had like a negative experience and now I do like 
I judge myself. I feel like I'm not good enough. All of these things. Um, and that doesn't have to be that for you. You could have other fears about anything else. Um, but like what you're saying right now is pretty much when you lose that fear and lose that judgment and just let go and dance, it helps you almost just be more yourself and be more confident and lose those fears. Absolutely. Yeah. We become more confident and we expand. Yeah. And we open up. It makes so much sense. Yeah. (laughs) And no one talks about this. No one, at least in my circle, in my community, um, no one's talking about embodiment. Why do you think that is? Uh, Well, I, it may be because, you know, the community that that's there is, is just talking about something completely different. Yeah. Um, It's a completely different lifestyle over there in Southern California and in Los Angeles Mm -hmm. compared to over here in Kauai and the community that I'm a part of, like everyone here talks about embodiment. Like (sighs) there are multiple women in my circle who are embodiment coaches and mentors. And um, a friend of mine hosts an ecstatic dance like every couple of weeks at the beach. And it's like, that is like the main event. Like everyone just locks to ecstatic dance when it's happening see and that's just so fascinating to me and I want to be a part of it so bad (laughs) I I want you to be a part of it so bad (laughs) I keep for some reason for some weird reason the universe keeps sending me people that live in Hawaii and I'm like what's going on here what's going on all of my favorite people live in Hawaii um yeah Time for you to come visit. I mean, <laughs> yeah, soon, right? Um, cool. So, oh yeah, let's talk about this. Okay, actually, let's talk about what the divine feminine and what masculine energy even is, because guys, I had no idea what these even were, and. Pretty much when I found out what they were and found out what energy I was in, it changed everything for me, like in my personal life, in my business, like everything. So tell us like exactly what those energies are and what it does when you're not balanced. Yes. So let's start off talking about the divine masculine energy because, or the masculine energy, because I think that's the energy that most people are embodied, embodying. And it's the always doing. The masculine energy is the energy that takes action, that initiates, that, you know, does all of these different things. That's the masculine energy. And the masculine energy is also structure. It's also organization. It's also framework. So Mm -hmm. these are the qualities that use to describe the masculine energy. So for example, we wake up and we immediately like get to our to-do list. We immediately like start checking off everything, you know, on our list and we just Mm -hmm. go, 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 go. Me, 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 me. (laughs) It's been me for the past couple years. 
and just never taking a break and and being in the masculine energy all the time is happening because at an unconscious level there are programs Mm -hmm. that are running and these programs may have come from our childhood may have come from you know like the environment we grew up in or like the society that we now live in and these the the society that we live in is is telling us and is lying to us and is saying like in order to like get anywhere in your life in order to be successful in order to make money like you have to work every single day you can't take any breaks you have to hustle really fucking hard and you have to be okay with that because that's the only way there is yeah especially i've been bringing up this conversation a lot about just like the school systems like the U- like U.S. school systems, busy work all the time. Don't talk. You only have 15 minutes to play. Work, work, work. And then when you get home, guess what? You have homework. Same with college. And it's almost like we've been trained our whole lives to believe that the more we work, the more successful we will be. That's mm-hmm. literally what has been like. That belief has been given to us on a silver platter. Mm-hmm. It's just not true. Yeah. It's true. It's not true. And, and I, yeah. And I'm here to share that that yes. isn't true and that Preach there's that. a new way that we can live and that we can be in the world. And that is being balanced in the masculine energy and in the feminine energy. Mm-hmm. And the feminine energy is being in our essence. It's being in our bodies. The feminine energy can be described as flow, as radiance, as beauty, as just, you're just, you're just flowing. You're, you're in your queen nature. Mm -hmm. You're in your divine essence. You're in your pleasure. Mm Mm-hmm. And this state of being is so beautiful to be in because when we are in this state of being, when we are in our essence and in our bodies, we align our vibration. Mm -hmm. And the inspired action, which is the masculine, comes from from the divine feminine energy. It just happens so Talk about the car the car <laughs> made it make sense for me <laughs> so like the car the car is the masculine energy and the fuel is the feminine energy mm-hmm. and if we ignore the feminine energy and we're in our masculine energy all the time that isn't sustainable and that will cause burnout yep. and imbalance and disharmony but when we can bring the feminine energy and the masculine energy into our lives in a way where we are giving attention and energy to both that's when we can create sustainable success for ourselves and come from a place of feeling fucking amazing about who we are and where we're at. That's so good because like 
this whole idea around success, it's, it's more deeply ingrained in people than I think they even know. Um, but I 100% with my whole heart and soul, when you were like talking about talking to me about the masculine and the feminine and the car, I was like, okay, I, you know, I'm trying to create my life the way I want right now and create the success for myself as is so many of my listeners. And what I've been doing personally is getting in the car with no gas and just getting in the car and trying to start it and like getting out and like pushing it and then like getting back in the car and like just trying to go with no uh, fuel. And I just think this is such, such a revolutionary almost concept of like success coming from both the divine feminine and the masculine. Mm-hmm. It's, and it's a very new concept, even to me. Mm-hmm. And I think it will for a lot of people like what, like I'm just going to dance and be in my pleasure and that's going to get me success. That's going to get me what I want. Cause to me, even still, I'm like, no, my to-do lists are, but no, you're not going to get anywhere with no fuel. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we cultivate our feminine energy, it inspires us. It ignites us. Yeah. It opens the channels for our creativity to flow through. And we're feeling so lit and so on fire that we take that inspired action so easily and naturally. Yeah. It makes the masculine so much easier. Like I have noticed that when I take time to just be with myself and I like take a tub and I eat my chocolate and I get out. And when I like do my makeup, I'm always dancing now because of Amber. I'm just like trying to dance and get into my body and just like feel good. Then when I go to work and I go to do my go, go, go like lists and my masculine energy, it's, it is a flow. It's not forced Mm. and it comes from like an inspired place. So right now I'm, yeah, I'm really trying to take everything that Amber taught me and everything she's teaching you guys right now, like into my own life. How do you personally channel the masculine and feminine in your life? Was it hard for you to find that balance? Um, I don't know. Walk me through it. Do you ever get out of balance? Yeah. So I feel like, Like when you mentioned like the school system, like that resonated with me because I, you know, I like went to business school and I was in college for six years and then I would get off of work and like go to work. Yeah. (laughs) Work from like 5, 5 p.m. to 10 p.m. at night, you know, and then I, and then I would like go and party. That was like in the day many, many years ago. And I definitely wasn't taking care of my body. I wasn't waking up in the morning and having a morning practice or a morning ritual before I started anything else. Mm -hmm. But as, as I journeyed along my path and as, you know, I just came to the understanding and, and the knowledge of, like what spirituality means to me and what embodiment is 
that's when I realized how important it is to be in a morning practice every mm-hmm. single morning. And so I'm committed to that every single morning. And we can start with 15 minutes. Yeah. And talk to us perfect. more about a morning practice. And I love that you say morning practice or morning ritual because uh, I've always called it a morning routine. And routine, it almost has, in my, in my opinion, kind of like a negative energy, like a morning routine. Like it's a routine that you have to get done. But when it's like a morning practice or ritual, it sounds, um, it sounds more like I want to do one of those <laughs> than a morning routine. Talk, like talk to us more about um, yours personally or how we can like create ours for ourselves. Yes, absolutely. So begin anywhere. Just begin anywhere. And when you wake up, instead of grabbing your phone and looking at it right away and checking your Instagram and checking your emails and playing on your phone or just waking up and immediately starting your day, Mm -hmm. set some time for yourself first. Whether that's 15 minutes, half an hour, just begin anywhere. And this time is for you. It's for your physical body. It's for your emotional state. It's for your mental state. And it's for your energy body too. Mm -hmm. And it can be anything you want it to be. It can be reading a book. It can be dancing. It can be journaling. It can be lighting a candle and staring at the flame and saying your prayers and affirmations. Mm -hmm. It can be a walk in your neighborhood. It can be going to the gym. It can be whatever you want it to be with the intention that this time and space is for you. It's for your healing. It's for your radiance. It's for your creativity and, and anything else that you want Mm. to bring into the world. And so for me, my morning practice, it varies, but the one tool that I, that I partake in every single morning practice is meditation. Mm. And that is non-negotiable for me because meditation helps me and can help us stay grounded and be embodied and find our balance and realign to our purpose, you know, and our manifestations. And you're like the 30th person I look up to that literally brings meditation into the conversation, right? Not necessarily on the podcast, but just in my life, people I talk to, um, or I will ask for guidance from, it's always like meditation, meditation, meditation always comes back to that. Um, and me and Amber were in our group call last night and I actually, I committed to two weeks of meditation every single day, these next two weeks. So We'll see how that goes, but I love that you just brought that up. Um, 
when did you start meditating and like what was the difference you saw? Like if someone was looking to start their embodiment practice and they're like, okay, I just want to start with one thing, just one new thing. And they're like, okay, I'm going to start meditating. What was your experience with it and what should they um, do? I guess exactly. I love that you also for me. I'm like, (laughs) I don't know. Yeah. So I actually have um, a pretty crazy story about meditation, but essentially it was last year in 2019, a little bit before summer. And I was with my past partner who meditated like a lot like every day, all day, he was actually healing his body through meditation. That's how powerful meditation is. Interesting. Because of that, it really inspired me to begin meditating. And I just started with like a 10 minute guided meditation I found on Spotify Yeah. That's all I've been doing. The guided meditations that helps me. Cause then I have to sit like through it all. I mean, I could stop it, but when I just sit with myself, I'm like, all right, what time is it? When did I start? I don't know. I'm done. (laughs) and I'm just like done with it. But if I put on like a guided meditation, I feel like it helps immensely. Yeah, it does help immensely because then you could, you build your capacity. You Mm -hmm. can't just like sit there and expect yourself to close your eyes and like not want to open your eyes immediately (laughs) exactly (laughs) within like five or ten minutes so that's why I say begin anywhere start anywhere whether that's with like a 10 minute guided meditation whether that's just closing your eyes for five minutes and bringing your awareness to your inhales into your exhales Mm -hmm. yeah the Guys, like seriously, I've been getting this download for months, like from my angels being like, girl, meditate, girl, like meditate, like listen to us. Like, can you hear us meditate? And then of course you said that right now. And I'm like, okay, 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 okay. I will. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, committing to it one day and then committing yeah. to it the next day. Talk about committing because this is something that in uh, our session that Amber gave me, like she, I just remember her coming on in the most like beautiful, strong way. I like said something and she's like, well, can you commit to like this? I can't remember what you said now, but I was like, it was such a powerful moment for someone to really like look at me and look at me as in like, I am capable and they were holding a space for me and knowing that I could do it. And she was like, can you commit? And I was like, holy fuck. (laughs) Yeah, I can. And, um, like talk to me about like committing. When's the time like you've had to truly commit. Do you still have to like commit every single day in your business? Um, cause committing is actually something I've kind of been talking about a lot too, Mm-hmm. where people want to make these big changes, but they don't have that one moment where it's like, okay, I'm committed. Not just I want to do that. I commit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So if you want to create the life that you deeply desire, it 
it calls for your commitment mm-hmm. to yourself every single fucking day. Every day. <laughs> and, and that and that's it. And and we're human and we're not perfect, mm-hmm. but it's coming back into our hearts and into our bodies and recommitting. Yeah. Well, and I feel like when you have that committing moment, it's like, even if you do fall off, you still committed and you like get back on track. Like so many people will be like, Oh, even for me. Okay. I want to meditate. Cool. If I do it for one day and then I fall off, there was no committing there. So I can just be like, Oh, well I wanted to, but it's not that big of a deal. If I said I commit and like, I think this is why I am taking embodiment so seriously is because Amber was like, can you commit? And I was like, oh my God, yes, I can commit. And I had this moment of like, I commit to making this a priority for me. And every day, like every time I fall off, I come back right on track. Um, So yeah, I feel like there has to be, like you just said, if you want the life that you truly, truly desire. If you want to create the life, your divine dream life, there has to be a moment where you're like, I'm committing no matter what happens. If I fall off for a day, a week, a month, I'm still committed and I'm going to come right back. Mm-hmm. And we'll, and, and we will get to that point. Like you and I have both gotten to that point where you're yeah. like, where we're like, there's no other fucking option here. There's no other, There's option. No other fucking option here. Yeah. I, to me, it was like, I cannot continue to work at these jobs that are meaningless and purposeless. Yeah. Yeah. I, what? <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? Well, it was, it was just like, I, I, knew, I knew I was meant for something more. Yeah. And that's, that's when I committed. And what else do you think led you to that point of committing? Like you've talked about a couple things where, yeah, okay, the jobs, and then you went to that medicine ball, wheel, medicine wheel, <laughs> um, and, and like a couple other things that kind of led you to where you are now. But was there anything else that helped you get to that point? Because I know a lot of my girls are in that place where it's like, okay, I do know that I am here for something more coronavirus hits everyone is like losing jobs and it's like this beautiful space for people to like redirect their lives they're trying to find their purpose and they're almost like so close they can taste it they know there's something there for them what advice would you give them what helped you get closer to your purpose sorry my questions are like so long and rambly (laughs) I love your questions. And to answer that question so simply, get a coach. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. That, that, that decision has changed my life forever. I am where I am today because I said yes to my heart's desire, Mm -hmm. which was to work with a coach and to have someone who keeps me accountable. Literally same. Literally same. I would not be here right now if I did not hire a coach. 100%. Or just invest in myself in general. Mm -hmm. And like really invest in myself and tell myself I'm worth it and get the guidance that I needed. As much as 
as much as people like to say like, no, I can do it on my own. <laughs> guys, <laughs> it's, that's not how the world works. We're here to connect with each other and help each other. And every single person on this planet should have a coach. Um, will you tell my audience? Cause I actually was going to start diving into this. Oh, it's three, three, three. Um, I was going to start getting into this a little bit, like on my Instagram, but like my audience isn't as familiar with coaches as maybe like your community is. There are like a lot of healers and coaches in some parts of the world, but the people that started following me when I started doing festival fashion and like raving, they see me become a coach now and they're like, what, (laughs) what? Like, what is this? So what is coaching to you? And like, what was your experience with it? Why is it important? Coaching to me is being able to see people's fullest potential. Mm -hmm. It's being able to see what they cannot see for themselves. Yes. And it's being able to hold a space to remind them like, hey, your desires are possible for you. The life that you want to live is possible for you. And the way that we create this life is moving through everything that is keeping you stuck and Mm -hmm. blocked and in the same situation and in the same running around of circles. Yeah. And one thing too is like, I am a coach myself and I catch a lot of those things. Like the things that they can't see themselves, that's my job is helping them through those things. So you think I would be pretty good at like catching those for myself and my limiting beliefs and my doubts and working through them. It's what I do for a living. No, no, no. It has to be someone else. That's why even the best coaches, they have their own coaches. Mm -hmm. Because there are just things that you cannot see. Even in our coaching that I'm a part of with Amber, like someone said something to me last night and like pointed something out. And I was like, I have never, ever noticed that about myself. Never even seen that, never even realized it. But then they can point it out and open a space for me to work through that and get better and fucking up level and grow But when you're stuck in the same, you have like 70,000 thoughts per day. And when you're just, they're on autopilot, 95% of them are on autopilot. When you're stuck in those thoughts, it's very difficult to, to get out without a coach. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult to get out of that without Mm self-awareness and meditation can bring us awareness and having a coach can bring, bring us awareness. Yeah. I love that so much. Um, Yeah, that's something I definitely want to bring up more as well, just what coaching actually is and the importance of it, because I know that I didn't really know what it was exactly. Um, And I think that the people that don't know what coaching is is are the people that need it the most. (laughs) Like they're... Yeah, it's... Or, Or the people who feel like afraid maybe by coaches or not like fully open to coaches and, and 
what they can truly bring you. And that is a space for your expression and for your expansion. Yeah. It's a sacred space where you get to dive in one-on-one or in a group coaching setting Mm -hmm. and like get to get to know who you are and like where you're at and what you're capable of. And until I stepped into being a women's empowerment coach, I didn't know that I actually had unique gifts and talents to share with the world. And everyone does. And that's the thing is so many people are holding them back. Mm-hmm. you have a very powerful voice and a powerful energy. Like, I feel like you are, I haven't been in a room with you yet, but you're someone that lights up a room. Um, and you are someone that is very like, you, you do know your power now. You do know how to use your voice. Um, did that just come from, where, like, where did that come from? Were you always a pretty confident person? Well, I feel like I have been naturally confident, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't until I reclaimed all parts of myself and all of my power and all of my energy that I was like giving away Mm -hmm. without thought. I was just giving it away because that's what I thought was the right thing at that point in my life. But once I took a step back and said, no more feeling this way. That's when all of that energy that I was giving away came back into my body. And that is like what ignited me Mm. into, into being a coach, into the work that I share into, into everything else. It's so good. It still and, blows me away a little bit. It, it blows me away because once you say yes to yourself mm-hmm. and yes to your heart and your power, literally the universe is listening to you and the universe will up level you quicker than you could have ever imagined for yourself. It's so true. It's so true. Even just in the moment when we're talking about committing, when you're committing and you say yes to yourself and you say, yes, I am worthy, that opens yourself up right there for all of that. Um, Mm -hmm. What was I just going to say? Totally spacing. I think I'm just still in awe about like the whole concept of embodiment and how embodiment like just empowers you that much. Oh, I remember what I was going to ask you earlier. Creativity. Because this is also what I, so I was struggling with creativity and we were talking about the sacral chakra and where it's located and all of that good stuff. That was kind of blowing me away a little bit because especially for me right now, I have to be creative and I think that my energy was, it wasn't just in front of me. My energy body was not just in front of me. It was like to the left and to the right and like behind me and like everywhere. Um, So talk more about like embodiment and the creativity energy 
that comes from gathering all your energy bodies. Yeah, I love this. So for so long, I didn't think I was a creative person, like at all. Like I pretty much just labeled creativity as painting and drawing. And because I wasn't a painter or a someone who drew, I wasn't creative. Yeah. And then when I was, you know, alone during COVID in self-isolation, I just started dancing more and like touching my body and just doing these like online fitness classes and dance classes. And literally I was just clearing my energetic channels like every single day. Mm -hmm. And if I needed to cry, I would just fucking cry. If I needed to feel angry, I would just feel angry. Like I would just let all of these emotions move through me because if if I didn't, then, then those emotions would be stuck and I wouldn't be able to access that creative energy. Mm -hmm. And that, that goes for all of our listeners here today too. It's like, if we don't just let the feelings flow and the emotions flow, that gets stored in our bodies. And that's why we feel like we lack creativity sometimes but when we can constantly be in our bodies and commit to a practice of being in our bodies that's when we can work with that creative energy that is already within us Mm -hmm. and when we do that it just flows through we we can activate ourselves And we can work with the sacral chakra, which is the energy of creativity, sexuality, sensuality, and bring that forth. And it, and it just happens. It just happens. Yeah. Trusting that, that you do have creative energy. You do have life force energy that's within your body. And when we connect to our bodies, That can channel through us into our business, into our projects, into art in all its forms. Like everyone's creative in some way. And some people are just blocking it. Mm -hmm. They're just completely blocking it. This is such a weird, um, like a weird, what's the word I'm looking for? Like comparison kind of, or like, what do you call it? Connection connection. Um, but you know how artists like the most like amazing artists and like creators, like musicians, I feel like they're always like letting out their feelings like super hardcore. Like they're always like a little bit crazy or like always sad or like always depressed or always angry. And when you're talking about that, like letting all your feelings out, And that like lets the creativity flow. That's like instantly what I thought of. I'm like, that's so fascinating because I do notice people that are more intense in their feelings are way more creative. Wow. Yeah. Boom. Boom Boom right there. Right there. You just wow. My mind is blown. Thank you for that. Yeah. It makes so much sense. It makes so much sense. It does. And then the people that usually have like no emotion, 
it's like, yeah, they probably deem themselves as like not a creative person. That's totally. Mm -hmm. And for so long, um, I was externalizing everything that I was like feeling and emoting. Like I wasn't just sitting with myself and dealing with it. Mm -hmm. I was like going out and like partying and drinking and like, you know, never just being in that sacred space with myself. Mm -hmm. And then when I committed to myself, that's when like, I realized that I am creative. I am innately creative. We, we are all innately creative. Yeah. And, and what it's is a matter of like being with ourselves to let it come out and flow. What does creative mean to you? I'm so curious. Cause now that I'm thinking about it, I'm thinking of creativity in a different light now. And I think it's even like problem solving creativity and just like doing your makeup because yes how you were saying like the painting thing all of my siblings were so like um like drawing painting creative like that kind of like on a canvas creative and so everyone would everyone was always like oh your siblings are so creative and I was instantly that made the connection that I was not but Mm -hmm. there's so many other ways what else can you think of Creativity is whatever the fuck you want it to be. True. <laughs> true, 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 true. Whatever the fuck you want it to be, it's it's whatever way you desire to express oh yourself. Mm-hmm. So it can be it can be gathering flowers and creating an altar space. It can yeah. be collaborating with other people and taking photos or being the model and being creative in the way you move your body and in your postures. Yeah. It's, it's dancing. It's like, okay, how primal can you get? How creatively primal can you get when you're dancing on the floor, when you're dancing (laughs) on earth? Uh (laughs) It can be the way you cook food. So true. It's really anything. Yeah. And that was the hugest breakthrough for me where it was like, holy shit, I've just been limiting myself this entire time. Yeah. And that is the one thing that I think always blew my mind is that like anything that you say you are or you are not, you are only that way because you're saying you are that way. That's Mm. it. Because, um, so this is something like just really quick that I always share with my clients is like, I am is the name of God. Cause we are a part of God and a part of source and a part of universe. You pretty much are your own God. We are all our own gods and we're connected to source and da, 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 da. Okay. So when you say I am, you're pretty much saying God is, you're saying I am not creative. You're saying God is not creative. What the fuck? He created this whole world. If you're saying I am lazy, God is lazy because under all the programming, you are unlimited potential. Every single person is unlimited potential. And anything that we say, I am lazy. I am beautiful. I am not smart. I could never do that. Those are limits that you give yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's so funny that you and I are some of the most creative people I know. 
and we thought we weren't creative <laughs> for a really long time for me at least yeah for me too for me yeah. to like I grew up believing that I wasn't creative yeah and Six. then like what you said we realized our unlimited potential and who we truly are yeah I love that you mentioned that we that we are of source and of the universe mm-hmm. and it leads back to what I said earlier about being innately creative we were created by a creator. Like, why wouldn't we be creative? We are creators. Like, we're all we just are creators. Yes. Okay, yes. wait. So this question then, what is going along with the creator thing? What does live your divine dream life mean to you? What does creation of life, your life, mean to you? Living my divine dream life is one one part of it is making my own rules Mm -hmm. and being able to believe choosing to believe exactly what I want to believe yes and it's being surrounded by abundance Living my divine dream life is being surrounded by abundance in all forms, in community, in food, in lovers, in um, creativity, in business success, in clients, you know, in experiences, in parties. Like that's you want it all. I, yeah, exactly. You want it all. Yeah, and it's like knowing that I can have it all, and that all of us can truly have it all once we commit yeah okay oh let's just slow down for a second here can you say that again (laughs) (laughs) we can have it all we can live our divine dream lives once we commit okay this is over (laughs) (laughs) yeah Fuck yeah. Like, I think that's my whole message with this whole thing. Everything I do is like, you can create your life the way you want. You can do whatever the fuck you want if you just believe so. That's the truth. That is the truth. What would you say to someone that's having trouble believing that? That is like, everything's happening to me, not for me, and they're not feeling like a true creator right now. What would you... What would you say to that person? Well, you are either a creator or you are either a victim of your reality. Mm. Do you want to be a winner or do you want to be a loser? Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to see everything as a divine opportunity for your awakening? Or do you want to see everything as life is working against you? Because no one is going to feel bad for a person who is a victim of their reality. Mm -hmm. But once we can take full accountability and full ownership of everything that is occurring in our lives, that's when the transformation begins. Were you ever a victim of your reality? Absolutely. 
and Wait, I wasn't out aware. I said, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I don't, I don't think like anyone comes into this world and is like, okay, I realize I'm a creator. Like I know <laughs> I'm a creator. It's like, for me, I wasn't even aware of my victim mentality until it was reflected to me. Yeah. And until someone call- was calling me like on my bullshit. And that was like, that was the spark of awareness. And then through meditation, that awareness expanded and grew. So then I was able to look at my life, question everything that was happening, reflect on everything that was happening. Mm-hmm. Because once you know you're a creator, then like that further um, just fires up the belief that anything is possible. And, and it that, is. yeah, and that we can live our divine dream lives. Yeah. Because we are the creators. Did you ever think you would be here now creating the life that you're creating? <laughs> <laughs> like if you went back to like your teenage self and you're like, this is what you're about to be and like do. What do you think teenage self would say? Oh my God. I don't even think my teenage self would know how to respond. Yeah. At all because wow. Like, yeah, just like the background, my background is like, I grew up in a very Christian household, like very, like just, uh, secluded and, um, in a box. Yep. Girl, we're way more similar than we thought, like, than we knew that we were. Way more similar. I love that. That's why yeah. we thrive. Yeah, seriously. That's literally how I grew up, too. But keep going. Tell us more. Yeah, so, you know, I, like, I went to church every week. Like, I went to Bible study. I um, went to a Christian academy. Um, and after that, I would just go and like work on the farm and like my parents were not activated in their creativity at all or in the realization that they are creators. And so I truly am the black sheep of my family and I'm fucking grateful for it. I was going to say, I fucking love that for you. Yeah, I fucking love that because not only do I get to be like this, the warrior, this like spiritual warrior, I get to be the spiritual warrior for myself and for my family and for like my ancestors and like everyone who came before me. Yeah. And future generations. You're setting a huge example. Absolutely. It's so inspiring. I love Thank that. You. So going back to your 18-year-old self, kind of wrap things up here. Uh, if you could turn back the time and talk to your 18-year-old self, what would you tell her? <laughs> <laughs> I would tell her to commit to herself mm. first. 
and foremost. It's like getting me teary-eyed a little bit. This whole thing about committing. Yeah, I would just tell her, like, do what's right for you. Mm -hmm. Listen to your heart. Be in your body. Meditate. Yeah. Find people that you look up to and learn from them. Yeah. Mentors coaches. <sighs> That's amazing. That's what I would tell her. Thank you. I love that so much. I love you so much. I love you. I'm just like soaking in that answer, like not saying anything. <sighs> uh huh. Okay. <laughs> Next question. What advice can you give my audience to help them start putting themselves first and prioritize embodiment and really tune into their highest queen self? Mm, Implement a morning practice. Yes. Number one, implement a morning practice. Number two, do something you've never done before. Do something that makes you feel uncomfortable mm-hmm. and relish in that because yes. it's most likely getting you to your next level yeah 100 percent. no and growth happens in the comfort zone yeah exactly exactly and to reach out for support because like what you said earlier, Maddie, like we, we are all here to truly connect yeah. and support each other and to be in it together. Yes. That's, that's why we are coaches because yeah. we truly want to help people thrive and grow and live in their fullest potential and expression. Yes. And this is the perfect time that you just brought this up because I want to give Amber a space to talk about her new offering, um, which I think you guys are going to be so intrigued by, especially after just like hearing her and it's like a fucking incredible offer um, and something that is super just accessible and affordable and juicy and like transformative. Okay. I'm, I don't know why I'm pitching it for you. I'm sorry. I love it. Those, you just pitched it so beautifully and perfectly. Um, and Scratch I, everything I said. Amber, take it away. So I just launched my newest offering. And this offering is a one-on-one activation session. And it's for you if you are ready to be unstuck move past blocks and into feminine flow, reclaim your power to channel and create. And not only that, but it's for you if you are ready to embody your divine sensuality Mm -hmm. and your fullest expression and to receive clarity and confidence for your next step. Yes. Yes, 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 yes. They're called activation sessions for a reason because you will walk away 
feeling activated in your passion, in your pleasure, and in your soul purpose. And these just came through to me from the universe. Mm-hmm. And it truly is a gift from my heart. And it's very accessible to anyone who's feeling like they would like to experience this. Yes. Yes. And I will just say my testimonial here again (laughs) for the eighth time, how much this really truly did help me and just this knowledge in general, but the power that Amber has to hold space and fucking make you commit. (laughs) She, she invites you to commit. But, like, she has this, like, inspiration and strength that, like, she makes me commit to myself and my higher self and makes me want to be better. So, um, yeah, I'm so grateful for you sharing that with my audience because, yeah, 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 yeah. It helped me a lot and I know it's going to it's gonna help them if they choose to work with you. Mm-hmm. Um. So that being said, where can my audience find you and connect with you more and reach out to you uh, to learn more about the activation sessions and stuff like that? And anything she shares, we will link in the show notes. Beautiful. You can find me at Amber Vernola on Instagram. And I love that platform. So you can connect with me there. You can send me a message. There's all the juicy details up. Um, about the activation sessions and just just come on over and we can connect queens yes yes instagram always that's where my girls are too so they'll there will be a link uh in the show notes with amber's instagram as well and like a link to information on the activation sessions and everything and I think that's all. Any last words before we wrap this up? Any finishing touches? <laughs> well, I'm just so grateful that you and I could bring this conversation to your audience and to your girls and to the forefront. Mm-hmm. And this this work and this medicine is so necessary as we navigate changing times. Yeah. So I, yeah, I just would like to um, invite everyone who's listening to, to really just take that step back for themselves and to really tune in to their heart and their hearts calling and their bodies and move from that space Mm -hmm. rather than our heads and our minds and all the loops that are created up there, but to really just be in our bodies and come from our hearts. Thank you so much for that. Yes, yes, yes. And like, I do feel like we just scratched the surface on this whole embodiment thing. So like I said, go check out Amber's content. She talks so much more about all of this shit, <laughs> all of this, just deeper. And because it is something that um, we should really take with us from this episode. And it's something I'm trying to really take with me in my life, not just today, but every single day. So thank you so much for that. Thank you for your wisdom. Thank you for just sharing 
your heart and your soul and everything and making us a like beautiful sacred offering. Um, and yeah, I think that's it. Okay, guys, I'm back. It's just me. And holy shit, we just finished that interview and now I'm recording this and I I am just blown away by Amber's wisdom and beauty and radiance and I really, really hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did. I'm definitely going to be having way more guests on the podcast because as much as I love to just sit here and talk by myself and blabber to you guys... There's something so transformative about having someone as incredible as Amber and my other guest, Tara, but just having these incredible women to share their message and their story as well. It's so fucking powerful. And I, yeah, I just really hope you guys enjoyed that as much as I did because right now I am like on a high and I'm just feeling super inspired to practice embodiment myself and just fucking recenter and come back home into my feminine and my pleasure and my home um, so I can actually, you know, create and have fun in this life and have abundance and create my divine dream life. And it really does come from that feminine energy. So yeah, I'm feeling super duper inspired. I hope you guys are too. I hope you guys enjoyed. And if you did, uh, please, please, please share this on your Instagram story and show Amber some love as well. Tag her. Uh, Like I said, her Instagram will be in the show notes so you guys can follow along with her. Reach out to her about the activation sessions. Um, And yeah, share this on your Instagram story or share it with a friend. I would absolutely love that and I also always appreciate all your ratings and reviews. (laughs) I've gotten like a couple new reviews lately that are like so so sweet and I just want to say thank you and I appreciate you guys and all of your support that you give me. I you guys have no idea how much it means to me and I love you guys so so much. I hope you have an amazing week this week and I will catch you in my next episode. Bye! (laughs) 